welcome to the Managing the Smart Mind podcast with your host, Coach Kramer. This is episode 39, How to Stop Confirmation Bias from Secretly Sabotaging Your Life. Hey, smart human. This week, I am looking at a invisible barrier that can come between you and your goals and your dreams and and your wishes for your life. And maybe you recognize this. You've been trying to change something about your life. And however hard you try, however much effort you throw at it, you just can't do it. It could be making or having more money, building a business. It could be losing weight. It may work for a while, but once the initial excitement wears off, you gain it all back and then some. It could be something like sorting out your admin or getting less frustrated and angry at work. You read the books, you listen to all the programs, you try all the things, and yet nothing works. You always find yourself back where you started. Now, whenever you find yourself in that type of situation, you want to check for a secret saboteur, your confirmation bias. Now, what is a confirmation bias. Interestingly, it isn't even a bad thing necessarily. It's just your brain being very efficient. Your brain is taking one experience and then projecting into the future from that experience. Did you eat a berry and did you get very sick? Okay, says the brain. Let's avoid those berries from now on. We're making a rule. Those, I don't know, greenish berries with white dots are bad. Avoid, 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 right? It makes perfect sense. It's very efficient. But if left unchecked, this can actually wreak havoc with your life. Seriously. If you don't check those little thought seeds that get planted in your mind before they grow into confirmation biases, you can get a very skewed perspective on yourself, on other people, on the world. Here's an example of how that works. Let's say you had a bad experience in a restaurant with someone who has a moustache. They seemed to be very rude, to purposely purposefully ignore you. They brought you the wrong drinks, the wrong dish, or the food was cold, etc., etc. If this experience was intense enough, the feeling was intense enough, then your brain is going to try and prevent you from having a similar experience, right? Like the berry story. And it could decide to do that by thinking that people with moustaches cause you to have, you know, bad experiences and should be avoided at all costs. And next time you actually encounter a person with a moustache, you're already primed to be apprehensive, which doesn't really increase the odds of a pleasant encounter. Now, maybe you get lucky. (laughs) It's a very friendly person with a moustache and the pattern isn't reinforced. But let's say in this case, it is reinforced. Someone with a moustache spills hot tea over your bag with your iPhone. Your brain 
is now pretty much convinced that people with moustaches are bad and it will start looking for even more evidence that this is true. It will start noticing newspaper articles about villains with moustaches, right? It will notice them in movies, in series, in books. It is constantly scanning your environment for moustache dangers. And it will build and reinforce neural pathways in your brain that tell you that people with moustaches are very much to be avoided. Now you have a confirmation bias, right? You think people with moustaches are bad and you find all the ways in which they are bad, which then reinforces your idea that they are bad and so on and so forth. Now, of course, this is a very unlikely scenario, but I just wanted to paint the picture in a way that's kind of absurd. So it will make it easier to understand and recognize the pattern when it arises in more familiar and unlikely situations. And for confirmation bias, I love to use the metaphor of tinted glasses. I've actually created a visual explainer to go with the podcast like last week, which you can find in the show notes. So if you're a visual thinker, go ahead and download that if you think it might be helpful. But basically, a negative experience will put some dirt on our glasses, right? If you're wearing glasses, they get a little bit filthy. And then if you have another similar negative experience, the dirt increases. And your experience of the world around this topic becomes colored, it becomes clouded, right? Your lenses through which you look at this person, for example, or yourself become very colored biased. And this then increases the chances of having a similar experience, which will make your glasses even dirtier and so on, right? Until your lenses are completely colored and you will always experience the world like that because it will almost be too much of a shock to see it differently, right? That will really upset um, all the files in your brain, <laughs> the way you, you are sorting out the world. Now, is confirmation bias always bad? No. As I said, right, it's a very, it's a great way of being efficient for your brain. And of course, instead of looking at the world through neutral or bad glasses, badly, like negatively colored lenses, you can look at something through rose tinted glasses, right? You can tell yourself that all humans are kind and loving, for example, which may be a great thing. Although I'll leave that up to you to decide. You can tell yourself that making money is fun and easy. You can tell yourself that being alive on this planet is an amazing and very fun gift. And that will probably create a fun experience for you. So that's not necessarily a bad confirmation bias. And confirmation biases can actively be used to massively improve your life experience, right? So that's the flip side of that. And I'll talk about this in a later episode. But today we're looking at the negative confirmation biases, the ones you're probably not even aware of. And these are something in your life that you really want to clear up. Now, where do they tend to show up? Well, <laughs> sorry about this, but almost everywhere. It's in how you think about yourself, about your body, about your brain, about your life, about other people, about your career, money, wealth, about the world, et cetera, et cetera right? Let's say when you're young, someone plants the seed of an idea in your mind that you're unattractive. Maybe you overhear a relative saying something like, oh, if only she didn't have that nose or something right? like that. And as that seed starts to grow, thank you, auntie, your brain starts to find evidence that you're unattractive, right? Maybe it's the way someone treats you that you interpret as them thinking you're 
unattractive without even having any proof that they do, but, but your brain still sees it as evidence. And the lens through which you perceive yourself gets dirtier and dirtier. And then with time, that single single event, that one sort of remark can turn into a core story that you tell yourself about yourself, about your life, and becomes a well-established neural pathway and becomes very difficult to change, right? And it starts coloring all your experiences. You believe you're unattractive, you find proof, you find rejection, all the things. If you 100% believe that you're unattractive because of your nose, for example, you will see that reflected around you. You will find evidence for it in all possible ways. Different example, not to do with you or your body. Let's say you believe the world is a very dangerous place. You watch the news for a couple of days and this will be reinforced in a very powerful way because news focuses on events that trigger stuff in your brain. So before you know it, you will start feeling even more unsafe, which may want you want to keep up with local news. And now you know about all the robberies and homicides in your area. So fun, right? And if you let this run its course, you can easily convince yourself after all that it's actually too dangerous to leave your house after dark, right? If you keep this unchecked. And a third example, going back to thinking about money, if you have taken on the belief, maybe, you know, um, from a parent, for example, that it's very hard to make money, then that can play out in your brain, actually making it literally very hard for you to make money. Because your brain thinks making money is hard, I'm going to find hard ways to make money. I know it's ridiculous, right? But this seriously, this is how it works. It will look for all the hard ways to make money and it will point out all the ways in which making money is hard for you. So you do not want this, right? That's probably obvious by now. So how can you uncover these confirmation biases if you're not yet aware of them? If they're subconscious, how do you uncover them? Well, here are a couple of hints that something may be happening in your brain without you noticing. For example, when you think about a specific thing you'd like to be different in your life, if you feel like you're stuck in the same movie, but like Groundhog Day, right? Same thing all over again. You just can't change anything. You keep trying new things, but nothing significantly transforms or changes. You feel kind of stuck and helpless and you start telling yourself that you are. Then you're probably self-sabotaging through a confirmation bias. And you also want to start looking out for blanket statements like, people always take advantage of me. My partner doesn't care about me. Rich people are greedy and selfish. Permanent weight loss is impossible for someone like me. I'll never be successful. Now, these very black and white statements are never true, but they are amazing at showing you your confirmation biases, right? So how do you change them? Well, to stay with the glasses metaphor, right, the lenses, you want to first become aware, right, that you're looking at yourself or your work or your business or whatever it is you want to change through very tinted glasses. Then secondly, you want to challenge the thoughts and ideas that are mucking up those glasses that make them filthy, right? You want to sort of challenge them, show your brain that they may not necessarily be true. And then you want to change them. You want to redirect, you want to flip the script so that your glasses become 
at least neutral and maybe even like a fun color to look through. And then you want to keep practicing until your glasses are clean or have that beautiful, fun color, maybe pink, right? So I've already talked about um, becoming aware of these biases. So how do you get rid of them? Well, challenging them is the first step. And the simplest way of doing it, I found, is through Byron's Katie, um, the work. And I'll leave a link to her website in the show notes because she has a very simple, free and incredibly effective process for doing this, which I have personally been using for over 20 years. I'm not kidding. It's so good. Now, be aware that this usually isn't a pleasant experience because your brain will start to work very hard to hang on to your bias. It's invested so much in this belief, after all. It makes much more sense to keep it, to not let go. It's a bit like getting over an ex, right? You've invested years in, like in the beginning of a breakup. It takes a while to start shifting into seeing the things that weren't so great about them. It's the same with letting go of these underlying beliefs that cause biases. And you also want to check out episodes, um, I think it's 12 and 13, on black and white thinking for lots of more practical tips on how to challenge these thoughts. So let's say you've uncovered the bias and you've challenged it, right? Your brain no longer necessarily believes it's true. Now what? The third step is to replace the bias, to choose something new to believe instead. And this is where most people make the mistake to simply think, oh, I'll just use the opposite, right? Um, They want to go from making money is hard to making money is easy. I'm not saying that's completely impossible, but for most smart humans, their brain will not be on board for such a massive leap, right? If you have believed for 30 years making money is hard and you've just realized that maybe that isn't 100% true, then saying, oh, I now believe making money is easy, la la la, right? Your brain's just going to go, uh huh. <laughs> it's probably not going to work. So instead, Just take a first small step in the more positive direction by deciding to believe something which you can actually believe, like, for example, the thought, making money can be easy, right? And then finding evidence for that, find evidence to support that belief, and then start reinforcing those neural pathways. And remember, this takes time and repetition, right? You've spent years building up these neural pathways, so it will take a while to reroute them, and that's okay. You can even make it fun and turn it into a game. You know, that's what I love to do. Now, what if you can't find your saboteur when you think, you know, you you really are trying hard to change something in your life or to build something and it's just not working and you can't see it or can't find the bias? Well, sometimes you really can't see it because you're too much in it. This is why I still have a coach, Right. You, if you keep running into the same wall and you can't seem to find a way around it, you really want to hire a professional who specializes in thought work so they can help you break it down. A coach who helps you manage your smart mind, for example. Because when you're wearing a pair of tinted glasses and you don't even realize it, it can be incredibly helpful to get that pair of extra eyes. But just remember, change is always possible. If you believe it isn't for you, you've just got a little confirmation bias you need to get rid of. Have a beautifully biased week. Bye-bye.
smart human, probably listening to this podcast because you want to learn how to manage that smart mind of yours. And the first step is actually getting your bearings, doing a little brain audit. And I have the perfect tool for that, the Mapping Your Unique Brain Workbook. And you can actually download it for free at www.coachkramer.org slash brain map. So that's coachkramer.org slash brain map. Go check it out and play with it and take your first step to managing your smart mind. Mm-hmm.